Hello there, welcome to the Kingdom Influencers Global Podcast. This session focuses on your being equipped to be spiritually mature and relevant in your God-ordained field to the end that you will fulfill his agenda in your sphere of influence. Brace up to receive this life-changing message. God bless you. It's a brand new day and we do have another awesome opportunity to to learn God's word, to be taught God's word. And um, this this very session is the continuation of what we started previously on the seven synonyms of the Holy Spirit. So this is this is part two of the seven synonyms of the holy spirit a quick recap we okay well before that i pray that again there will be the ministration of the spirit even as you hear these words which are not my own words but the very word of god there'll be the ministration of the spirit and these these Things that I share with you will become your reality. Your reality. You you wouldn't just have it or have them as as head knowledge, but it will be experiential in the name of Jesus. I pray. Amen. All right. So a, a quick recap of what we we learned previously. We said that the Holy Spirit is a comforter. He comforts us. Uh, he's he's a source of peace amidst trials and misconfusions and miss wars and conflicts and he's also our counselor guiding us in the path we ought to to take and tread he guides us we don't just make decisions because uh, they seem good no we are led in whatsoever decision that we make and we also learned that the Holy Spirit is our helper the, the there are a number of things that God God has asked us to do you know we have been created in Christ Jesus or recreated in Christ Jesus unto good works so we we have good works we ought to do and it is the Holy Spirit who helps us and with whatever project you're embarking on Maybe as a student in your academic work, as a business person, um, as an employer, as an employee, whoever you are, you know, the Spirit of God has a role, a role in helping you fulfill your destiny and helping you out with whatever you're doing. But more especially helping you out with what God has asked you to do because it's possible to do what he's not asked you to do and then request of his help but then he's only limited to what god has asked you to do he's not going to get involved if you're doing what has nothing to do with him because in his involvement god takes the glory all right god takes the glory so we looked at that Previously, now we're going to continue, and hopefully, I'll run us through 
the other four. Amen. So, the next is, He is the strengthener. The Holy Spirit is the strengthener. He is the strengthener. Now, God's Spirit gives us strength. Alright? And He gives strength to our inner man. Where the inner man is, is a spirit. Alright? Gives strength to our spirit. Our spirit. Bible says, He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. So, He strengthens us from, from within. Now, Paul made a profound statement in Philippians chapter 4. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. He says, For I can do everything through Christ who gives me strength. I can do everything, everything through Christ who gives me strength. So it, it's important that you, you embrace that aspect of the Spirit of God. He says, I can do all things. That is for King James. King James says, I can do all things through Christ which strengtheneth me. So there is no such thing as impossibility with God. There's no such thing as impossibility with God. And that was what Mary recognized. It says, for with God, all things are possible. For with God, all things are possible. So you may not have the natural strength. You may not have the connections whatsoever to carry out whatever vision God's given you. Now, Paul reveals that he can do all things through Christ who strengthens him. And this is our heritage in Christ Jesus. We can do all things through Christ. Who strengthens us. So we can do all things. We can do all things. As enabled by Christ. Who strengthens us. So the Holy Spirit of God strengthens us from within. So as to do all those things he has called us to do. Alright. So we, we need strength. Right. We need strength to do that which he says we should do. And, and beyond our, our natural strength. Is a supernatural strength. It's 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 important you 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 get that you get that you cannot do what he's asked you to do using your natural or physical strength. No, not at all. For by strength shall no man prevail. You wouldn't prevail by strength. By strength you will not prevail. It's impossible to prevail. It's impossible to excel in that which God will have you do without that enablement from the Holy Spirit of God. So recognize Him as your strengthener. Alright, recognize Him as your strengthener. Now, in, in Isaiah 11 2, we, we see a, a, a dimension of the Holy Spirit. You know, He's called the Spirit of Might. The Spirit of Might. Okay. Now, men in the Old Testament, like King David, 
Samson, the prophet Elijah, did mighty things by the power of the Spirit. They were able to do those mighty things they did by the power of the Spirit. David, can David never lost a battle? He never lost a battle. The only battle that Israel almost lost was was um, was a battle he was not actively involved. All right, but then uh, David, or when when David was king during his regime as king and warrior, he never lost a battle. All right, and. It was because of the ability of the Spirit of God. The Spirit of might was at work. How can a young man or a young lad defeat a giant? You need the Spirit of might to be able to do that. And, you know, um, this training is, is centered on our being built up spiritually. One. And then on our doing exploits in God's kingdom and going global with the message or the gift that God has given you. And it will only be possible by the Spirit of God. So it is this dimension of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of might, that is going to enable you do exploits. Samson demonstrated. Um, supernatural power in his day and that power was because the spirit of might was at work in him because the spirit of might was at work in him and let me encourage you and uh, let me say this by the spirit we ought to do more than they have done and as a matter of fact we can do much more we can do much more and we ought to do much more. We ought to do much more. Are you listening to me? So, um, the Holy Spirit is our strength. Now, let me quickly move on to the next one. He is the intercessor. The Holy Spirit is the intercessor. Now, an intercessor is one who stands in the gap for another. All right? You stand in the gap for another person. You are interceding for another person. If so, if we say the Holy Spirit is an intercessor, that means he stands in the gap for us. All right? He stands in the gap for us. Now, Romans chapter 8, Romans chapter 8, verse uh, 26 also re reveals um, something. Let, let's, let's go there. Romans chapter 8, verse 26. Now, Bible says, likewise, the Spirit also helpeth our infirmities, our weaknesses, for we know not what we should pray as we ought. Can you imagine that? He says, you don't know what you ought to pray, or you do not know what you should pray for as you ought. But the Spirit itself, or the Spirit himself, maketh intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. The Spirit himself maketh intercession. And how does he make intercession for you and I? It, he does it through us. It is while we are praying that, that he takes over 
then he begins to make intercession on our behalf. And and Bible describes how he makes that intercession. It says he maketh intercession intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. Now, groanings which can be uttered aren't tongues. Alright. And and this teaching is not on speaking in tongues. There's gonna to be another session for that. There's gonna be another session for that. And why all these things? So that you would develop spiritual capacity. All right, to be an influencer in your sphere of influence. That's why I'm taking you through all these, these things. All right. So he says, the Spirit Himself make an intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. So the Spirit of God intercedes for us, and I'm saying that it is when you are praying that the Spirit of God can make intercession. That the Spirit of God always make intercession for you when you pray. No. But then there are times when you are praying, he just takes over. And it is evident in the groanings which you cannot utter. And every now and then I have this experience where the Spirit of God just takes over as I pray. And so if, for example, if I'm speaking in tongues, I may want to continue speaking in tongues, but I am not able to. I want to speak words, but I am not able to. All I hear myself do is groan. And then, then I know that the Spirit of God has taken over and is making intercession for me. Now, verse 27 says, And he searcheth the hearts, and he that searcheth the hearts knoweth what is the mind of the Spirit, because he maketh intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So his intercession is in accordance to God's will for you. And then verse 28 says, And we know that all things work together for good to them that love God. So as he makes intercession for you and I in accordance to God's will for our lives, he says, Now, when that has happened, all things work together for our good. So when you get to that point in prayer, know for sure that the end result is this. All things will work together for your good. Why? Because intercession has been made by God, the Spirit, on your behalf. Oh, I love this. Intercession has been made on your behalf by the Spirit of God. By the Spirit of God. So, the Holy Spirit is our intercessor. Alright? He is... Our intercessor and we we cannot possibly know in our natural mind everything we should pray about in every situation and circumstance so what the Holy Spirit does is to assist us in our prayers with groaning or groanings which cannot be uttered in articulate speech you may want to speak up words or speak forth words but then you cannot because you are groaning you are groaning and you don't just start a prayer and say, I'm going to groan in the spirit. No, as you pray in other tongues, he just takes over. He just takes over. Oh, and, and I pray if that has not been your experience, henceforth, henceforth, based on this teaching and administration of the spirit, it will become your experience. And as that becomes your experience, 
indeed all things would work together for your good. Oh, hallelujah. Now, let's go to the next point. The next point says that the Holy Spirit is our teacher. He is the teacher. He is the teacher. Yes, he is. Let me read first. First Corinthians chapter 2, 11. First Corinthians 2. Mariski Mahata. First Corinthians 2, 11. Now, but as it is written, I have not seen or ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man the things which God had prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his spirit. There has been a revelation of those things which uh, happen to be our inheritance in Christ Jesus. He says, these things he has revealed unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. We have access to these deep things by the spirit of God. He teaches us all things. He is our teacher. He is our teacher. Verse 11 says, For what man knoweth the things of a man, save the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, the things of God knoweth no man but the spirit of God. It says, Well, you can't know the things which are of God except by his spirit. And the spirit of God, being our teacher, teaches us these things. Right? And, you know, God is inexhaustible. We cannot exhaust him. Our knowledge of God is vast. God is that vast, all right? And and it is the Spirit of God who guides us into all truth, who teaches us all things, who teaches us the deep things of God. He teaches us. The Holy Spirit is our teacher. He is our teacher. And if he indeed teaches us all things, it includes business. It includes um, your academic work. He teaches you all things. He teaches you all things. He teaches you how to make profit in whatever venture he's called you to, to, to do. He teaches us all things. Never forget that. And First John chapter 2 verse 20. First John 2 20 also says something marvelous. First John chapter 2 verse 20 says that, But ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. Ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. You see, that, that's to say there is nothing we cannot know. As far as God knows it and can reveal it to us by His Spirit, there's nothing we cannot know. Un unless... Unless the Spirit of God has not revealed it to us. So that's another thing. But if he wants us to know, or if you want to know anything, you can take advantage of the Holy Spirit as a teacher and he's going to teach you. So you would know all things. So you would know all things. All right. So no such thing as, oh, I don't understand this. Oh, I don't understand that. No, the Holy Spirit can teach you. And I said, he can teach you to make profit. Profit, not just in business, but then profit in everything you do. He can teach you. He can teach you how to be successful in the ministry he has given you. 
he can teach you how to be successful in the field he has placed you in how how you can get to the top of the mountain in that sphere of influence he can teach you it is his responsibility he has that ministry to us he is our teacher he is our teacher now another quick scripture john chapter 16 John chapter 16 verse 13 how be it when he the spirit of truth has come he will guide you into all truth for he shall not speak of himself but whatsoever he shall hear that shall he speak and he will show you things to come he will show you things to come he will show you things to come that he will show you the future you will be well equipped to face that future because he will show you things to come so you prepare adequately for it he says he will guide you into all to when the spirit of truth has come and he has come he has come hallelujah the spirit of god has come now as a teacher the holy spirit carried on the ministry of jesus which was well to a largest extent a teaching ministry all right a teaching ministry and when we receive the Holy Spirit again he dwells in our spirits and he serves as a teacher to our spirit all right he serves as a teacher to our spirit the things of God can't be grasped with our natural minds they can't the things of God can't be understood with our natural minds right they are revealed to our spirits we make contact with god by our spirits or with our spirit so our minds natural minds may not fully grasp uh, all the dimensions of god all right so it is our spirit man that receives instructions or knowledge from the holy spirit of god and and because the natural mind can't receive it that is why non-christians can't really understand why we do the things we do they can't understand it they can't the mysteries in the kingdom or the mysteries of the kingdom are revealed to kingdom citizens not those outside and so they can't really understand what we do they cannot all right they cannot so realize that the holy spirit is in you to teach you all things you must realize that realize that understand that he is in you to teach you all things oh hallelujah all right and and because he is our teacher he makes studying the word of god a very joyous experience all right the the bible is quoted it takes the holy spirit to teach you <laughs> all right the word of God is coded. The word of God is coded. So you 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 require the teaching ministry of the Holy Spirit so as to understand it. Now we'll quickly look at the last one. The Holy Spirit is the standby. He is the standby. You know, whenever there is an interruption in power in, in power supply. We have such a thing as the generator okay 
a standby generator to to help you out with whatever you are doing so when the lights go out if there's a standby generator you don't have to worry at all as long as there's a standby generator you ought not be worried and the holy spirit bible says he is our standby so we we, we ought not get worried we ought not get worried all right now because of the fall we 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 do have have weaknesses but then these weaknesses ought not prevent us from doing all that god will have us do if we were to consider our weaknesses we would not make a move we will not make a move we will not progress if we were to consider uh, our weaknesses and that's why the holy spirit is our standby paul for example had so many weaknesses all right and his his different experiences revealed these weaknesses and throughout his ministry as his weaknesses were revealed we, we realized that the holy spirit helped him out in those weaknesses as a standby as a standby paul wouldn't have completed his task in the earth without the help or ministry of the holy spirit without the help of the holy spirit all right and and we can also enjoy this ministry of the holy spirit in our lives Right, and there are times when you you get overwhelmed by issues and circumstances that reveal weaknesses in in you, myself inclusive. At such times, we ought to remember the Holy Spirit as our standby, he, because He is. He said He's not going to leave us nor forsake us, so it doesn't matter how numerous. Or innumerable your weaknesses seem to be we have the Holy Spirit of God who is our standby and even our strengthener I've already talked about that he is our standby so we have no excuse whatsoever to fail where the Holy Spirit as our standby we have no excuse to fail in life we have no excuse to be uh, we have no excuse not to be influencers in where God has sent us to. We have no excuse. We have no excuse. Glory to God. So, this comes to, to um, this teaching has come to reveal to us that there is nothing really we cannot do if we embrace the entire ministry of the Holy Spirit to us. We have our ministry to Him and He has His own ministry to us. So in, in partnering with Him and in encouraging His ministry in our lives, we operate as superhumans because that is what Christ has made available to, to us. I pray that these will be realized in your life. In the mighty name of Jesus we pray. Amen. God bless you.
thank you for listening to the entire message today. If you feel you can bless someone, please join us in spreading the gospel of the kingdom by sharing this audio with others. God bless you.